Welcome to the Dewhawk Digest, the podcast for all things Loris College. Loris is now accepting applications for a new Master of Science in Biomedical Sciences. In this episode, we discuss what this new program offers and who should pursue this degree. I'm Robert Waterbury, Assistant Director of Campus Communications, and I'm pleased to welcome Dr. Kate Cooper, the Biomedical Sciences Program Director, and Dr. Heidi Nelson, Director of Graduate and Continuing Education Programs. Kate, Heidi, welcome to the Dewhawk Digest. Thanks, Robert. It's great to be here. Yeah, thank you. So in a nutshell, what is the Biomedical Sciences Program all about? So our Biomedical Sciences Program, this master's program, is a way for students who um, already finished an undergrad degree in the sciences uh, to actually go on then and get further advanced training uh, to, to really show often professional schools like medical schools that they are ready for that level of intensity uh, to improve their applications to those programs um, and to basically go on then to do um, you know, medical school, dental school, podiatry school, anything really in that realm. Um, they, they did well in undergrad. These students would be, you know, strong students, but just maybe not quite um, to, the, to the level to be really competitive yet. Um, so our master's program, it's two years, and it really can set them up for um, success and in getting into those sorts of programs. Would this be considered a career change type of program or more just a, uh, I've been thinking about it or I'm kind of in that field, but this kind of helps refocus me a little bit. Right. So we already have a career changer post-baccalaureate program that's not a master's program. So this is a distinct program. It really adds to that. Well, we're really, we have more opportunities now for a different group of students. So we already have a super strong pre-med program for our undergrads here at Loris College. Um, and then a few years back, we have now a successful, we added a su- successful post-baccalaureate program for those career changers that people that were an English major or a philosophy major. And now they've decided, you know what? I really have a calling for medicine. I really have a passion for, for uh, medicine or something in the healthcare field. Um, and that program, that the, the program we've had now a few years, allows them to come back and take the undergrad classes they need to apply to medical school. It's a one-year program, and we've had a lot of success with it, um, getting students from all over the country uh, to come to Loris for that program. Um, so this master's program now allows uh, students who already did a science degree. So they already have a bachelor's of science or a bachelor's of arts uh, in a science field, biology, chemistry, biochemistry, something like that. Uh, and again, they they did well, they got good grades, but, but maybe they had a rough semester or a rough start to college and they really need to show medical schools or other health professional schools that they now they've now matured, they now really are ready for that level of rigor. So taking um, grade enhancer program is what they're typically referred to, these sorts of programs uh, can allow them to take master's level coursework now. So these are not the same courses as our undergraduates are taking here at Loris. These are master's level courses uh, that show, you know, when a student can be successful in that, that they really are ready for the rigor of medical school or the rigor of um, podiatry school or, or whatever healthcare profession they want to go in. Um, so that 
it, it sort of complements what we already offer with our pre-med undergrad and our post-bac um, pre-medical pre-health programs. Okay. So where did the idea for this new program come from? What was the genesis of this? Obviously we have a post-bac, was it kind of spurned off of that or was it something completely, you know, what this is something that would be really great to offer? Yeah, so I think, you know, our, our um, dean and provost, uh, Dr. Donna Heald, uh, comes from sort of uh, uh, the science background herself and has been at other colleges um, where they've had some of these programs. And she really saw and recognized the strength we already had in the pre-med, pre-health sciences area here at Loris um, when she arrived a, four years ago. Um, so she was kind of a, a push to say, you know, you, you have the ability to offer these, these programs. You know, we have the strong sciences here. Um, so she kind of encouraged us to say, what about a post-bac program? What would that look like here? Um, and after developing that, it was sort of a... a a natural progression to say we can't we can do this these master's uh, level programs you know all of our faculty are doctoral trained we have a lot of experience already mentoring students and research projects of our undergrad students um, and again we we can take that next step up to have our students be doing this graduate level coursework so it really plays off our strengths that we already had okay well Heidi maybe you can speak to this a little bit in terms of taking the steps to actually make this program happen like what is the uh, it, obviously there's an idea and we want to develop how does it how does that come about sure there is a lot of work on the back end to create a graduate program and to get to the point of where we are today um, and we've really been working on this program for over a year now um, since the initial meeting that uh, Kate was a part of and really Kate did a lot of the the legwork initially with a group of faculty that were kind of recruited by um, Provost Heald um, and Kate to develop the, what does this program actually look like? What is the curriculum? What is the content? And so they did all that work. And then with that comes an internal approval process, um, similar to I'm sure what every college and university has. So it had to go through graduate council and academic council and the administration and the board of regents. And then we had to submit a lovely document to the higher learning commission. Um, and through that process, um, that takes about six months really from start to finish to get through the Higher Learning Commission. Um, we were able to submit a response to the Higher Learning Commission um, to just really enhance our previous application for why this program is so beneficial and why it's a natural fit for Loris. And so we received word, I think it was in late January of 2021 that the, the program was approved. So from there, then it takes just a lot of back-end work to create from admissions and marketing and um, the faculty side of things to get a program up off the ground from curriculum um, to promotions like these, to a website design and creation. Um, our director of graduate baccalaureate, uh, post-baccalaureate admission had to build the entire application in the, the system. So um, it's a lot of work by a lot of people. And so we are grateful to Dr. Cooper and her leadership uh, on the academic side, and then very grateful for all of the offices on campus who can really help make this a reality. Well, and you both put in a lot of work. And I, I will say, yeah, you mentioned uh, Kate's work and I, I gave, Kate's a one one of Kate's titles. She has about fifteen of them, I think. But in the interest of time and making sure that we keep this under an hour, I did I just 
kind of minimize it to the one, but uh, for for this program in particular, when does when does actual the the work start? When does the school work start? So when a student applies, when do they actually start their coursework? Yeah, the, there there is an option to start in the summer and take one class to sort of get their feet wet and and try things out. But we really are encouraging a, a fall. Uh, start. So they would start in the fall semester um, and take a, a anywhere from five to, to eight credits. Um, so two or three classes of starting in, in that fall semester. Um, one of those classes gets them sort of really uh, started thinking about research and what that means, gets them thinking about um, how science is done. Again, sort of in the in the biomedical sciences, there's a lot of different aspects to that, and we want them to sort of be well um, familiar, well trained in sort of all of the aspects from you know cells and molecules, which is my specialty, to larger um, you know whole body or kinesiology or even health promotion. Um, you know, doctors really need to be able to encouraging their patients to uh, be healthy. So how what, how do you do that? What are best practices and research say about the best ways to do that? Um, so we have a variety of of classes that students will take, and and they get started in the fall with a few courses, and then a, a seminar course to sort of help get them started on this research uh, process in the biomedical sciences. Um, and then it is a two-year program and we specifically designed that to uh, take into account the fact that students will be applying for their medical schools or professional schools um, at the end of the first year. And then the, it's an application process and there's interviews and the, those schools take time. And so basically they have an entire year where they would have to be waiting anyway. Um, so instead of cramming 30 credits into one year and not giving students enough time to study for the MCAT or their professional or their uh, exam that they would have to take for um, dental school, for example, DIT, we really tried to spread out the coursework, spread out the credits um, over those two years, really focus the classes they need to um, help them be successful in something like the MCAT in that first year. So they can take the MCAT after their first year. And then the second year has a few courses that's really much heavier in the research project that they're going to do in writing that thesis um, so that they have sort of this, um, in-depth hands-on experience that then they go, they're going off to interview medical schools. It's a, um, we hear back from a lot of students interviewing at medical schools that, wow, all I did in my interview with this faculty member was talk about the research I had done, you know? So having those experiences to be able to talk about as they're going to interviews um, is really, really beneficial, we think. Okay, so the experience for a student, it's going to be, it's not just sitting in a class, it's not just, you know, just a lecture, but there's, there's lab, there's labs, there's also, as you say, hands-on, so there's, you know, kind of, it's much more than just what the general people think of, like, oh, I just sit in a lecture hall and, and learn, there's, it's way more hands-on than that. Right, absolutely. I mean, I mean, there's, there are definitely coursework, there's definitely classes and exams and, and, you know, reading papers and discussing. Um, we don't do quite as much just sitting and listening to lecture, especially at these uh, upper level, master's level classes, there's a lot of uh, reading and, and discussing of journal articles. Um, but yeah, then, then we really, you know, there's a, there's a couple labs associated with a few of the classes, but really a lot of that hands-on sort of application of that knowledge is going to be in their, their research, uh, intensive research project that they're going to work on. They're going to have a faculty mentor with that, and it's going to require um, 
you know, deciding what their project is going to be, writing up, you know, the introduction of why they should do this project and getting approval for that. Uh, and then doing a lot of data collection and learning various techniques um, in the, again, wide range of biomedical sciences, depending on what project they would choose. Okay. So Heidi, what is the, what's the application process like? What is, what are the steps that somebody who's interested needs to take to actually apply and get started in this program? Yeah, absolutely. So what I want to reiterate um, that Kate mentioned is that these are really meant for, this program is really meant for somebody with a background in the sciences. And with that, so somebody applying to the program needs to be aware that there are prerequisite courses, including two semesters of general chemistry, two semesters of organic chemistry, at least one semester of biochemistry, um, an introductory um, biology course, a cellular molecular biology course, um, and then physiology or an anatomy and physiology course. So they really have to already have kind of a strong background in these sciences. Um, if for some reason they didn't take all of those courses, but they did already take the MCAT, we could consider their score from the MCAT as um, essentially an alternative to those uh, prerequisite courses. However, that's going to be a case-by-case -case basis. Um, so that's step one, is they have to make sure that they took all of the necessary courses to enter the program. Uh, the nice part about this application is we were able to get the application for the program on a system called Postback CAS. So uh, it's a centralized application system. And this is actually where our application for our post-baccalaureate pre-med pre-health program is as well. And so students can go in and they can create an account to this and they can see all of the options out there for an academic enhancer program like this or a career changer program like the post-bac pre-med program. Um, and this is how we really get students from all across the country um, because a student in California can be looking up programs that fit their needs and desires and they can say, oh wow, Loris College has this great program. Um, I ready to move to Dubuque for two years uh, to pursue my master's degree. So it allows us to have a bit of a wider range um, by going through the post cast system. Um, and so obviously that includes transcripts, uh, a resume and letters of recommendation uh, to complete the application system. And I do have to say, so we went live with this program on March 1st. And as of yesterday, we already had eight in progress um, applications in post-baccast. So we're not getting too excited yet. None of them are complete, but it's a great start considering um, how new this program is. So from there, then um, the program director, um, so Kate and uh, committee um, will review the application and really make sure that yes, this student is a good fit for this program for Loris. Um, and notify our director of admission um, that, okay, here's our response, here's our answer, yep, they're admitted. Um, and then Megan kind of takes it over from there. So uh, really, I like the centralized application systems. Um, they seem to be really easy for students. Students can apply to more than one program at a time. And so um, it really is a benefit to both the student and to us because we really can get a wide variety of applicants from across the country into our program. Okay. Is there anything in particular? I mean, you said there, you know, people are kind of searching nationwide for programs like this. And 
I know everything that we do tends to have a very distinct Laura spin to it. What is it about this pro program that really is distinct to, to Loris and makes it, makes it unique? I think we've had similar experiences with our, or we've had experiences with our post-bac, current post-bac program that I'm expecting to continue for this master's program. Because um, again, like Heidi said, we do get applicants from all over the country and they, they, they do come to Loris for this program. We've had students from California and Washington State, New York, Florida, Texas, Atlanta, Georgia, and, and, and I could keep going, right? So all over. Um, and they say that they choose our program and, and this is probably not gonna sound like a surprise because um, a smaller, uh, strong community feel um, and the personalized attention that they think they're going to get and that they do feel like they're getting from our pre-health advisor, Dr. Ulrike Schultz, who has her uh, MD actually and her master's of public health. Um, and she is, uh, you know, instrumental in, in helping mentor these students uh, as they're going through the program, um, as well as, uh, you know, helping with the admissions process for on our end, sort of the academic end. Um, so yeah, they, they really enjoy the community, uh, the post-bac sort of community, the, the students, the pre-health students that we have here, um, the small nature of the college and all that personalized attention that they get. Um, and, and that's what's going to continue, we really feel like, for this master's program. Um, it's going to be um, very similar in lots of ways. I will say, though, that this, this master's program, unlike the post-bac program, actually could attract other students, other people that are interested in master's programs in biomedical sciences. There's no reason you have to be planning to go to medical school, for example. It's, a, it's an all-around strong program uh, in the biomedical sciences. And you know, we reached out at uh, one of our alums works at a, a biotech company in outside Iowa City that's been really big in developing uh, tests for uh, COVID, actually. And, uh, you know, I reached out to her and said, hey, what do, you, what do you think about this program? We're in development. She's like, this would be great. You know, we'd love to hire students that have had this master's program. So um, I think there's a lot of benefit. And this is the only master's program in a, you know, sort of core science area could be a strong local draw for students that maybe don't have the ability to move somewhere else, but really would like to pursue and keep, keep learning in the biomedical sciences. Um, so it doesn't have to be just for that, though. That's, you know, sort of one of our, um, what we saw was a, a, a key audience or a key uh, group of people that weren't, uh, we weren't able to help in in our strong sciences that we have. So we wanted to attract or be able to um, serve, serve that group, that population. But again, really any student that's interested in just, you know, I, I, I really would like a master's and, and I want that, I think this would help maybe for uh, getting a job either in, you know, in biotech industry or, you know, some students want to go on and do a PhD um, and want to go on in uh, biology in that way. And, uh, you know, either maybe they want to stay in Dubuque, maybe they were at Loris or another school around here, or, um, you know, that again, sometimes they're not exactly competitive for those really top level PhD programs. And this could help show them that, you know, now I've had two years more, I've had graduate level coursework, I've had a, a research project, and they could get into a better PhD school as well, um, instead of just trying to get in straight out of, you know, whatever undergrad they were at. Sure. And you touched on a little bit, get that kind of that special attention that, you know, a smaller school offers. And I mean, this is a full complement of, of faculty that's, that's teaching these courses. So this is not like one or two people and they're just trying to 
juggle everybody. This is yeah a, a full complement of faculty working with them to to reach their goal. Yeah, exactly. And and having the full time uh, advisor for students going into the healthcare professions is 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 a huge benefit. And most 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 small schools don't have that, and most large schools have that for you know forty thousand students. So I think we're we're at a really good place with that. Okay, so. To learn more information, is there anywhere particular people can go to get that, uh, get the back, get a little bit more background and to, to apply? Yes, absolutely. So um, going to our website, loris.edu backslash biomedical will actually take you to our graduate uh, biomedical sciences page. Um, and I want to highlight something because uh, Kate just mentioned it a little bit, but the number of faculty that are working um, in this program and on this program um, is huge. We have um, faculty from biology, we have faculty from neuroscience, kinesiology, um, athletic training, philosophy, so that way they're teaching the, the bioethics course. So um, students are really getting a well-rounded um, experience in this program. So any student who's interested uh, should go to loris.edu backslash biomedical and they can see um, the full gamut. They'll get a video of Kate as well talking about the program a little bit on that webpage. Um, so definitely go check it out um, and contact us with any questions. Okay, and we'll definitely make sure that we include the link in the show note here so that anybody who's you know, listening and hasn't had a chance to, to check it out can, can find the link there. But, all right, well, thank you, Kate, Heidi, thank you both so much for, for joining me and sharing all the information. I'm excited to see how we can grow this program because it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty exciting to talk about. Yeah, thanks so much for having us, Robert. It, it, I'm really excited too to welcome our first students this fall. Absolutely, well, thank you. Yeah, well, thank you both. And, and I also want to thank our producer, Trent Hanselman. And thank you to everyone who listened into our discussion. For more podcasts, as well as Loris news and features, be sure to visit the Loris Daily website at daily.loris.edu. And if you consume your podcasts or iTunes and Spotify, and yeah, we're working on getting more out there, but some more platforms, but you can find the Dewhawk Digest wherever you listen to podcasts. So check them out. We hope you'll join us next time for another Dewhawk Digest. And until then, take care of yourselves and each other. And go Dewhawks.